Jonathan and I were lifting about three times a week, and uh, we always talk about our lives because that's what we get to do, and it's such a blessing. And Jonathan has been, I just feel like the Lord has had unity on Jonathan's heart for like eight months, Mm -hmm. something like that. And it has been such a good work in my life because uh, I grew up in a family where just that was not real common to have a spirit of unity. It was more we would have a spirit of, I would say, rejection and offense, a combination. It's like, you know, we would feel a rejection, real or perceived, it didn't matter, and then we would be offended. And it's not that, you know, my my parents are terrible people, but it's just kind of like how I grew up, just like learn to have rejection and offense. And... um, and then as I started walking with God and like having, having God uh, just work in me, I was around some more, it's like I kind of drew to that type of people and you kind of learn to say, you learn to talk bad about people by saying it was discernment. It's discernment, you know? And so you would kind of gossip or you would talk bad about a person and you talk about them behind their back. And so... I grew up with that a little bit in my in my spiritual beginnings, and um, I had a friend, I had a mentor actually, who I had a, and when I was younger, I had severe allergies. I always had allergies, and my mentor said, he goes, I believe your allergies is from you being offended. If you let go of offense, your allergies will go away. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take that word, and I started forgiving people. And started letting go of that offense and started letting go of that discernment spirit. And lo and behold, my allergies just would go away. And it would be so drastic that sometimes I would get allergies in a day and Amy would say, do you have offense towards somebody? I'd say, uh, yeah, actually I do. And I would repent, like by that afternoon they'd be gone. And so I learned, the Lord was training me through this, but he's always refining me because there's always refinement that he needs to do in me. And so uh, as I started hanging out with Jonathan and just, you know, get to know him and kind of his rhythms and stuff, and it's like he, he often would talk about how he had to go talk to a, talk to a person first. And, and I learned to not gossip about people. And what it did in me is it made me, I'm like, either I have to go confront this person or I have to pray for this person. Those are my two choices. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't really want to confront this person. I will if I have to, but I guess I'm just going to pray for him because those are my two choices. Because I, I can't gossip to Jonathan. No, he's not going to like it. And um, so I'm, I start praying for these people and, and being a little more real with them if I feel like the Lord's put that on my heart. And it's like all of a sudden I see their hearts start to change. I say it's miraculous because it is. It's God working a miracle and in that person's heart and also mine at the same time, right? And so it's so good to say, hey, let's not talk bad about this person behind their back. Let's not go down that road. Let's go down the road of, if I have an issue, maybe the Lord is actually putting that on my heart and maybe it is discernment. And maybe it actually, if I would pray for him and in the right way, I would learn that that's the way that God speaks to us occasionally. He actually gives us that on our heart so that we can pray for that person. Lord, help them break through in this area. I'm not going to talk bad about them. I'm not going to enter into sin. But I'm going to pray for them. And if you say go talk to them, I will, Lord. And so 
has been so blessed just walking in that. And I kind of felt like I've walked in that for about six months now. And so it's so good. And here about a week ago, we had a friend who we just have walked very closely with. And they are going, they've gone through some hard times. And they said to me, we feel like we're being called to this other place. And in my heart, I'm just going, this feels terrible to me. This feels wrong. And immediately, I just feel this offense come on me. I'm just angry. It just is like washing through me. It's like coursing through my veins. I'm hurt and I'm angry. I can feel this like washing through my veins. And Amy had been talking to me all week about offense, like how the Lord's working on it. And I had, I'm like, yeah, my heart's so good about it. Don't have any issues with that. As soon as I hear this guy say this, immediately I'm filled with offense and I'm hurt and I'm mad at him. And it's, it's like all based around what I think God should be doing in his life and he's going the wrong way, you know. And so I'm sitting, sitting here feeling this and then I can feel it all day, all night long. I go to church the next day. So Sam's here speaking. And as Sam's speaking, I want to be listening to Sam, but I can't because I have a fence in my heart. And I'm just sitting there and it's coursing through my veins. And I'm just angry. I can't pay attention to one word that Sam says. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I take it as a personal offense. Like this guy's like stabbing me with a knife. And the Lord says, resist the enemy and he will flee. And so I'm like, it dawns on me. I'm like, I wonder if this is a demonic attack, demonic attack of offense. And so I'm like, I'm going to try doing that. So I resist the enemy. I say, get away from me, Satan. I'm not dwelling this, in this land of offense. I'm not having this thing course through my veins. And within about 30 seconds, all of a sudden I can hear what Sam is saying and it's blessing me. And I can, and I can feel the Holy Spirit and this anger goes away and this love starts to come in like, yeah, pray for that, pray for that brother. But also, I feel like so much the Lord has said to me. When you talk bad about people, that's not what I'm saying. I feel like the Lord has said, you need to say what I say about that person. And if I would step back and I would say, what is the Lord saying about that person? The Lord's saying, I gave my life for them. And if they get off the track a little bit, it's okay. I'm still going to work through them wherever they're at. And I'm going to work for them. And my life is, the Lord's life is constantly pouring out for us to be closer to him. You know, so much he's given us, he's given his life for that. It all goes back to a walk in the garden, Adam and Eve. It's a walk in the garden. It's being with him in the cool of the night, the cool of the morning. That's the walk. And that's what Jesus wants to get us back to. And so all that, the Lord's like, that doesn't hurt me. That doesn't offend me that he's making that choice. I still want to walk with him in the garden and I still am working on him just as I'm working on you, Brian, and everybody else. And so the Lord has just done this massive work and I'm just like so thankful to see what the Lord has done. Amen. I actually believe that by Brian doing this, that he's like breaking a general generational curse because Paul's are 
means fence builder. And I felt like the Lord showed me um, in recent years that the enemy has changed that around to a fence builder. Hmm. And that that their family has kind of done that is build offenses and that the Lord is wanting to break that generational curse and and create, you know, healthy fences as our name is supposed to be and not offenses. So anyway, I think it's a bigger than just in Brian's heart, but I'm like, good, let's have that break this generational curse so then our kids don't go the same way. So Mm, so good. The problem with gossip is that inherently it spreads and it's like leprosy or it's like gangrene. It doesn't just stop in one little area of the body. It takes over as much of the body as you'll give it room to take over. And when we are offended, it clouds our mind. We can't see straight. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. We can't see God. Our heart's not pure. And we're off balance spiritually. And when we gossip, we help someone else become like us. And so now they're offended on our behalf at this person who they maybe didn't know anything about before. And now they're cloudy. And that gangrene just spreads throughout the body. And so... The gift of discernment is given to us so that we can pray to intercede for these people who we see legitimately have a speck in their eye, but it's actually a spiritual burden that's put on you and on me as a responsibility for their soul. So the Lord's like, I'm giving you this discernment. You're able to see into their life and into their weakness right now, and you're able to discern that because I want to entrust the welfare of their soul to you in your prayer closet. So I'm handing you this person and the intimate knowledge you have about them because of the discernment that I'm giving you. Now I want you to pray for them that the mind of Christ be formed in them. And what do you do as a steward? You either are faithful with him entrusting that person to you or you're not. And a lack of faithfulness looks like taking the junk you know about that person and stepping on them and exalting yourself above them and speaking down about them. That's a problem with gossip. Mm 